Okay, let's start the interview right now. Now, talk to me. What's your first question? Okay. Well, I guess let's start back at the beginning. How did you all meet? And uh, what? I was playing in a rock and roll band called St. Elmo's Fire. And Keith was playing in a, in, a, in a much larger musical organization called it, the. It was Houston. called the Houston Symphony Orchestra. It was a cover band, and I his band was about my favorite band around. To put myself through college, I worked you know five six nights a week in clubs playing music, so I was familiar with that scene. And when I got in the orchestra, uh, often after the concert, I would hang up the tux, put the bass in the locker, and head on out to find where they were playing and go listen to them. But I never introduced myself. Uh, Later on, they were commissioned by Houston Ballet to write a rock ballet. I thought that was just really cool. Got to meet them when they came down to Jones Hall. And, well, their bass player quit about that time, and the symphony had a union lockout. And that's when I decided it didn't take an Einstein to figure out what to do. And I went off on the road with that band. And when the orchestra went back to work, I never went back to work. And I'm still out playing music. So when did Trout Fishing in America come together? It was early on, actually, when Trout Fishing in America first started doing stuff. Keith and I had gone with the band St. Elmo's Fire out to the West Coast. We were seeking fame and fortune out there. We played the Troubadour in Los Angeles. We were looking forward to playing a lot of the major clubs out there. And about the middle portion of our tour went bust. All the gigs dried up, clubs closed, whatever happened. And we were forced to fend for ourselves, Keith and I were. All the whole band was, actually. And Keith and I took off in the, in the band van. And we ended up in Santa Cruz, California, playing on the street corners for tips, and that really supported us. And there were other ways to make money as a musician. They had a talent show at a health food restaurant, and you could enter this talent contest. There was a $50 grand prize, which was either dinner or a fishing trip, depending <laughs> on how much you won. And um, so we entered the contest, and we had to have a name. We had been discussing Richard Brodigan. Keith is a really big Richard Brodigan fan. Richard Brodigan wrote the book, Trout Fishing in America. And on this trip, Ezra was stopping and fishing everywhere we went all along. We'd pass a body of water. He'd say, I bet there's fish in there, and he'd go try it out. So So I figured that's what we were doing. We were out trout fishing in America. And so when they asked the name of the band, I didn't want to say St. Elmo's Fire because it was only two of us. So we said trout fishing in America, and people laughed. You know, if you if you your moms say, hey, if you keep making that face, you know, it'll it'll freeze and get stuck. Well, we said that name and it froze and got stuck. So that's the name. And that was the first gig we played as trout fishing in America. And they would come up, you know, from time to time when we were still with St. Elmo's Fire. And um, when that band broke up, we went full time as trout fishing in America. You know, that name was initially designed to be something that would never compete or inspire an awful lot of uh, curiosity, just just a weird name, and who'd want to go hear them anyway? We never wanted to compete with that other band. That was our big band. That was our band. And uh, so it's not like a marketing genius ploy on our <laughs> part to call ourselves Trout Fishing in America, but it has stuck. If you've heard us before, it makes perfect sense. It's just it's just we're all over the map musically, and it's pretty entertaining. If you've never heard us before, it doesn't really say to you what kind of music we play or, or what to expect. We're a very entertaining show that spans an awful lot of musical styles. We've been playing together, writing songs and playing music together for the last 34 years. And we're kind of lifers, you know. This is what we're going to do 
until they don't pay us to do it anymore. You know, you're a- you're answering a lot of questions there, Ezra, but there's one question on everybody's mind. How did you do at the talent contest? Did you win the $50 grand prize? The truth is we did not win the $50 we grand prize. We tied for first place. We tied and got $25. So there was no fishing trip. It was just a dinner. And that worked, too, because we were hungry. No, we got $25. It was a very communist society at that point, socialistic. It all went in the pot. It paid for the tab that night Yes, is what it did. Okay, so, and you all have a little bit of history here in Waco. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, um, this is Ezra speaking. Uh, I, I played basketball for MCC. Uh, why nine, would that be? Why would that be? Because... Um, uh, I, I'm really tall. You probably can't see this on the radio, but I am five He's, feet twenty inches tall. Mm-hmm, exactly. Which is six eight, and that's actually an inch shorter than I used to be. I used to be six nine, or five twenty one. Um, my partner, on the other hand, is five five and a half at last measurement, which I believe was in high school. And we all know that after. Uh, you get past a certain age, you start shrinking. I've shrunk, and he's not measured again. I don't know what that's. Like. I don't need to measure. Measure once, uh, cut twice. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Ezra's he uh, he played here when he was in college. He played basketball. He also played some music at uh, Papa Rolla's Pizza. I understand the legendary Papa Rolla's Pizza. I did. Uh, it was really an amazing thing to be able to do to go out on the weekends here in Waco and sit on a bar and play music. And Roland would pay me, I believe, $5 a night, plus all the tips and and food and beverage I could consume, which was considerable at that point. I could eat several pizzas a night and drink all kinds of carbonated beverages. Later on, as Trout Fishing in America, we started playing here I guess it was about the mid-80s. I was trying to figure out when it was exactly. I would say the mid-80s, it was at a place called the Waterworks, which was, oh, my gosh, one of the nicest, greatest steakhouse places going. We loved it. Uh, We'd come in and play, I guess it was two nights or three nights, something like that. We'd play the weekend anyway and had a good, good following of people that would come out there and always look forward to it. Denny and Skinny would take care of us and feed of steaks and all that stuff. Really, uh, some of the best steaks in the country. They they had the best steaks in the country. We put it up. We put it up on our websites and things like that. This is the best. If you want the best steak in the country, go to Waterworks Waco. And uh, we argued with a lot of people all over, but that's what we said. Anyway, Waterworks finally did close. We played uh, festivals here in town. We played uh, oh, a lot of different places, but... Mm-hmm. I, yes. All the Arts Fest is great. We've played it at least a couple of times, and this is, I think, maybe our third or fourth time. Hard to hard to count. It all sort of blurs together. But it's a nice festival. There's good stuff there. Uh, we've recommended it to other artists, and they're actually here and showing at the uh, from the arts side of things, too. So, yeah, you should come out, hear us, and see some of the artists. It's going to be Keith's birthday. No kidding. No kidding. It's my birthday on Sunday, September 19th, and I want to invite the entire city of Waco to my birthday party. <laughs> Bring a present and some cake. We're going to have a, a trout happening, too? Yeah, that's good. That's interesting. You know, I, I really like the idea. Uh, they have been purposefully nebulous about <laughs> what we're doing, which I think is great. So what we're going to do is we're going to sit down with kids. There, we, we play music. We write songs. We read books. We will do some and all of those things and more. 
The cool thing about it is we're in the moment, right in the moment, right there, bouncing off the kids with our ideas, their ideas. We don't exactly know what is going to happen. We know we've got some things to bring and we've got some good energies for it. But man, the moment you start dealing with kids, you, I don't care what you have planned, something else will happen. It's almost like an art in public place. Yeah. It's just whatever happens, happens. Been working uh, a little bit with right brain, left brain stuff, too, which is going to be kind of fun. Uh, We'll see if we can get them doing some right brain, left brain activities, physically things that will um, challenge you. It's kind of fun. And y'all have a new CD coming out next month, right? It, it's it's actually later this month, like at the very end of the month. But guess what? We've got some copies with us. So uh, we will have that out there at the festival. Um, it hasn't even been released. You can get it before anybody else. It's called Looking at Lucky. So, and and I, as I read in the press release, it said this is your first adult CD in 11 years. But, you know, I like all your music, even if it, maybe that says I'm a big kid. But <laughs> Thank you very so, much. So I guess uh, what, what are you uh, doing in this new CD? Um, it's, it's music from the more grown-up thought that we have. You know, in a, kid's, in a kid's record, you don't include love songs. You just don't. I mean, kids are not interested in that. They get all icky. I don't want to hear that stuff. So we kind of explore some of that stuff. There is nothing on this album that a kid couldn't hear or wouldn't enjoy. It's very enjoyable. It, it spans musical styles. It also does a, a kind of a, a big range of density in terms of music. Some songs are fully produced, and Keith will be playing keyboards, I'll be playing drums. We, we will have people coming in. Uh, Martina McBride's fiddle player is playing with us on several tunes. We'll have a really big production. And then sometimes it will just go down to Keith and me vocally and two instruments, and that's it. Generally, I play the bass. This is Keith. I play the bass and the string bass and sing. And Ezra mostly plays the guitar. Well, he's, like he said, he's very into the percussion aspect of things, too, and plays some banjo and a little mandolin, stuff like that, with the recording. And I play enough keyboards that in a studio, I can do it. And, uh, you know, if you make a mistake, you can erase it. You don't want to hear me play live, but, you know, in a studio, I can cover some parts, and it's real nice. We had a lot of fun doing this. We did it at the Trout House. Uh, It's the Trout House Studios. We actually released something in the mid 2005, something in there. We we were going to put directly, we had five songs, we were going to put it directly on the internet so people could just download it. We thought that was a great idea. It was time. People our age didn't know how to download music on the internet at that point, and they <laughs> begged for a CD that they could actually hold in their hands. That's getting better, but, uh, you know, we decided... Let's put out a CD. And one of the reasons it's been so long is that our, our children and family stuff has gone incredibly well. Uh, and in that time, we've been nominated for four Grammys, and the albums have sold very well, and we've, we've done a lot of work for kids and families. Just, you know, as, as songwriters, you got to write what you're feeling, and, and we sort of had developed a bit of a backlog and a lot of enthusiasm towards doing another adult project. And because the studio's in our house now... Um, we can do it, and it's been a lot of fun. Can we play a couple of songs for you? Yeah, please do. Okay, we'll play a couple from the new CD, and, and then maybe one for the kids. You want to play, try Smile and... Yeah, home, let's do, maybe? let's do, yeah, let's do those two. Two, three.
She's the only smile on the dance floor She's the only one I want Everybody here's so serious So cool and nonchalant The eyes that flash like lightning Melt your heart like butter but Look anywhere you want but you won't find another She's the only smile She's the only smile You can dance for a country mile And she's the only smile She's the only one She's the only one Dancing to a different drum She's the only one She's the only smile on the dance floor She's a light that's burning bright If anybody else is having fun Well, you couldn't tell tonight But her feet follow every move She's done this dance before It won't be time to leave here She walks out the door She's the only smile She's the only smile you can dance for a country mile She's the only smile She's the only one She's the only one Dancing to a different drum She's the only one dance so formal some dance wild and free the whole and young rich and poor the moving to the beat she leans closer to me I don't know what to do it tells me she just noticed that I've been smiling too not the only smile not the only smile I've been grinning for a little while She's not the only smile Not the only one Not the only one Dancing to a different drum She's not the only one Not the only smile No, she's not the only smile I've been grinning for a little while She's not the only smile Not the only one Not the only one Dancing to a different drum She's not the only one That's from the new CD That's the second cut on it uh, We'll do the fourth cut on the CD And you're welcome to play any and all of that CD If you wish But uh, this is a song about home Home sometimes is a difficult place to find I don't know where home is But I'll know when I find it I don't know where home is I'll know when I find it 
traveled hard, traveled long. I've been weak and I've been strong. And I don't know where my home is, but I'll know when I find it. I don't know where peace is, but I'll know when I find it. I don't know where peace is, I'll know when I find it. Always restless like the wind, I'd be lost without my friends. And I don't know where my home is, but I'll know when I find it. Home, sometimes it almost feels like falling. Home. I can always hear it calling Sometimes it almost feels like falling Home, I can always hear it calling Like a river reaching for the sea There's a yearning deep inside of me And I don't know what love is But I know when I feel it I don't know what love is I know when I feel it It's in the rhythm of my heart Between the stop and then the start And I don't know where my home is But I'll know when I find it No, I don't know where my home is Just keep going, aren't you? Another song about home, but where it isn't. <laughs> Once I lived in Southern California. Sand and surf was good to me. Then one early morning I was shaking out of bed. They handed up down on my knees. Saying, Lord, let this building hold together. Don't let me be killed by debris But when it was all over I loaded up my truck I had to move away from Beverly Hills that is So I slowly made my way to Oklahoma Secured a little mobile on a hill I just got settled in when the sky began to rumble It hailed and got perfectly still I said, Lord, let that be a freight train winding its way through this stormy night. But Mother Nature laid a track smack through my living room, and I knew that that location wasn't right. I'm just looking for a safer haven, a safer place for me to be. Asking for a little slice of heaven while holding off eternity. So I took a bus to North Carolina 
became a barefoot bum out on the beach. I gave up television and the papers, so I didn't know what was headed right at me. I said, Lord, let that be a little weather. Don't let it be a storm that bears a name. I tied myself tightly to a treetop, and I rode out a Class 5 hurricane. I'm just looking for a safer haven, a safer place for me to be. Asking for a little slice of heaven while holding off eternity. And a friend and I, we sailed to Hawaii, climbed a mountain with a native guide. She said this was a dormant volcano. Then we heard the deepest gurgle down inside. I said, Lord, let that be indigestion. We turned and ran quickly for the dock. I never knew that I could run that fast, but I've never been chased by molten rock. And I try to find a moral to this story, to put some closure to this wasted life. I've settled in the Arizona desert. The earth is still, the air is dry. I said, Lord, don't let me be so stupid as to run away from everything I see. I finally found my safer haven, at least until the killer bees find me. I'm just looking for a safer haven, a safer place for me to be. Asking for a little slice of heaven while holding off eternity. I'm just looking for a safer haven, a safer place for me to be. Asking for a little slice of heaven while holding off eternity. <laughs> That's fun. That song uh, was written by a friend of ours named George Barton. He lives up in Oklahoma, and uh, they haven't carried him off in that tornado yet. But, uh, That's the only cover song on the album, but it seemed to follow so nicely after home. Like, I don't know where my home is, and I guess neither did he. <laughs> it was here when I left it. <laughs> we thought it was kind of funny putting those two together. So that's the fourth and fifth track on the CD. You got numbers today, man. You are really up with the numbers today. You asked me what the third track or the sixth track is on the CD. I couldn't begin to tell you. You're the guy that said you're 520. That's right, but I just know I memorized that one. Okay, fine. Sure, put us on the um, spot. Which spot? <laughs> the musical spot. Uh, I'm wondering if you could play a proper cut of Poppy. No. <laughs> yes, we could uh, play it. That was one of my favorites. So. We're going to do it. I'm just, I'm just right. pulling your leg. <laughs> this song is the history of the world as seen through the proper cup of coffee. And it is a sing-along. So if you're out there listening right now, pay attention because you're going to be asked to sing along here in just a minute. A sultan sat on his oriental mat in his harem in downtown Persia. He took a sip of coffee just a drip and he said to his servant, curse ya. Ah, oh, curse ya, curse ya, curse ya. That's the worst cup of coffee in Persia. Cause. Okay, now listen up because this is the part we want you all to sing properly. 
All I want is a proper cup of coffee made in a proper cup of coffee pot. I may be off my dot, but I want a proper coffee in a proper cup of pot. Iron coffee pots and tin coffee pots, they are no use to me. If I can't have a proper cup of coffee in a proper cup of coffee pot, I'll have a cup of tea. Have you got it? I sure hope so. Join in next time and take my part. In days of old, when nights and men were bold and whiskey was much cheaper, Dick Turpin rode to a coffee shop and showed his pistols to the keeper. He said, stand and deliver! Can't you see the have all a quiver? Cause... Help us out now. All I want is a proper cup of coffee made in a proper cup of coffee pot. I may be off my dot, but I want a proper coffee in a proper cup of pot. Iron coffee pots and tin coffee pots, they are no use to me. If I can't have a proper cup of coffee in a proper cup of coffee pot, I'll have a cup of tea. When Bonaparte found that he was in the cart and he lost that Waterloo fight, he gave his sword to Wellington, my lord, and he said, So speed his Now you've had your Waterloo, see? Tell me what? You may have him with you, see? I know what you're thinking. You're thinking it's pretty outstanding that two men that live in northwest Arkansas can think, sing French so fluently with such perfect accents. But understand, this is your last chance to sing along with Trout Fishing in America, quite possibly the most effervescent and enthusiastic portion of our program. Now King Solomon and his queen McCaffrey also we heard in the ancient scandals. He bought her lots of silver coffee pots with diamond legs and handles. And said the queen of Sheba, I'd rather have any old Teba. Cause... Okay now, sing it by yourselves. Some of them are doing good, Ezra, but I think a lot of them are probably faking it. I hadn't heard one voice. I think they're all faking it. You know, it's a whole lot easier to fake it, folks, if you do it faster and clap your hands at the same time. Here we go! All I want is proper coffee made in a proper coffee pot. I may be off my dot, but I want a proper coffee in a proper coffee pot. I'm going to be about something, going to be about saying, are no use to me. If I can't have a proper coffee, proper coffee, have a Faster now! All I want is proper coffee made in a proper coffee pot. I may be off that one proper coffee pot. I'm Perfect. That is my favorite song. That's great. <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank you all so much for coming in and doing this interview. Thanks and for having us. What can people expect? To be, expect to be expect to be entertained. Expect to hear music you've not heard before, as well as music that you have heard before. Tomorrow will be, I mean, it'll be the family concert type thing. We have, when I say family show, it doesn't mean it's a kid show. It means it's for everybody. We have five generations sometimes of the same family sitting out there. Three, four, five generations. And there will be something pretty much for everybody. You know, the kids will not be bored. The adults will not have to run uh, with their hands over their ears. It'll be a good time. Jacqueline, you're a grown adult and you wanted to hear that proper cup of coffee song. I'm just saying that there's a lot of child left in all of us. <laughs>